Welcome to Soul Rising. We're your hosts, Amy and Erin. We're two everyday mediums who are passionate about taking the woo-woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth. So put the kettle on, grab a chair, and join us. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back to another another episode episode of Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was like we were on. We were on, on sync. We were thinking um, to another sync. episode of Soul Rising. Happy yeah. middle of October to you. Oh my god, I can't believe um, it's already the mid of mid October. Not crazy, crazy. My most favorite time of the year. Love uh, it. Um, I just feel oh, like a sense of I don't know rejuvenation i know some people feel that in the spring and i do feel that in the spring too like spring and and fall are my favorite times of the year and it's just that transition um i think so i think yeah 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 it's funny because in the summer i feel more snoozy me too i feel more tired and and like i want to isolate more in the summer sometimes than i do the winter i'm more social the winter isn't that weird yeah no i I feel the same i feel similarly well, it's interesting because we talked about in the last episode we recorded um, here on this podcast, we talked about being similar that way and just mm-hmm. like really being tapped into the yep. energy of the winter. I seem like, I feel like I create in the winter. I know that's a time when people kind of go in, like there's definitely a balance between the two of like going in and then putting something out there, but I feel more productive in the fall and the winter um, in terms of like, I, I guess like things I'm thinking about creating. Yes. Um, like for instance, I, I launched this, the business that I have March 4th, you know, um, anytime I kind of like start something like this, this podcast was born, I think the end of October, early November, yeah. um, two years ago now. That's true. Oh my gosh. So can you get over that? We're coming two up on years. our two year birthday. We got to do something special for our anniversary. Yeah. We'll have to do something special. We'll, we'll put our thinking caps on and think about mm-hmm. what that can be. Um, but yeah, it's like that time of year when I'm like, the things kind of come to me and I'm like brewing and then I'm like, okay, it's time. Right. And I, I, I feel like, I mean, there's probably a lot of people that feel that way, but we often hear about that with spring and summer and I've never really resonated with that. No. Um, yeah. Interesting. So we're here today to talk about Mabin, mm-hmm, which I had never heard of, uh, until today, actually. And I was, yeah. and I was like, it was like, we should talk about this. And then I was like, I've never heard about that. And then I looked it up and it's really cool. That's yeah. interesting. So it, yeah. It's like a pagan. It's like, I'm not, I'm not an expert, please. No, but it's like, that. it's just this, a season. Like it's a time on the wheel, um, in pagan tradition and culture that's called Mabin and it marks the autumn equinox and it kind of represents when day and night are equal and it represents, um, time for balance mm-hmm. and equality and harmony mm-hmm. um which is interesting because kind of, we were talking about nostalgia the last yeah. podcast kind of helping yeah. to bring in some yeah. balance because yeah 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 um and it's kind of like a time celebration when you know traditionally like farmers would have come together and and gathered um yes you know that kind of heartier foods like yeah i remember i think um, they would they were it was a time to harvest because of the winter. So you would always store your, yes. your food and keep it because nothing would grow in the 
Right. Like this is the time of like canning. Canning. <laughs> this is when we can our stuff. Like <laughs> have you ever canned things? Have you ever no, done that? No, but no, I haven't. I want to. You will. I, I, I see you. Who, yeah. 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 I want to can. I want to do pickles. I want to do all these we've things. We've done pickles before. And uh, we've done this a couple of years ago, Scott and I. We haven't done it in a few years, but there was a couple of years there where we um, had like a um, – when we when we didn't own our house and we lived in a rental um so we like couldn't like dig up the ground you know and and plant uh vegetables and things so we had these like really big buckets they were like ice cream buckets that we got from the um like local ice cream place they're like this big right like huge and then we would plant things in there so we had tomato plants and we had cucumbers and squash and like all kinds of good stuff and then I remember one year we had like our harvest of peppers, red peppers and green peppers Ooh. was like 75. And it's like, what the hell are we going to do with 75 peppers? So we did like a lot of canning or we like cut them all yeah. up and froze them yeah. and things yeah, like yeah. that, making like um, pasta sauce and salsa mm. and all those things. Um, I feel like this time of year like makes me, uh, encourages me to get back to basics and simplicity. Yes. Which may be why it's a time I when I feel more that. creative because it gives me the space because things are more simple. Mm-hmm. It gives me the space to like have the capacity to bring in something new. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm kind of like looking at a website. We both like randomly, intuitively brought up the same website when Wink. we were looking stuff <laughs> up. Uh, mavenhouse.co and so it says like modern maven celebrations are a time to give thanks for the abundance of mother earth both literally and spiritually Mm -hmm. and it's a good time to reflect on the wheel of the year recognizing your successes and letting go of the things that did not serve you during the past 12 months yeah um so it's kind of like you know that last little part of the wheel Mm -hmm. um it's not the last part of the wheel we've got to get through um you know um halloween and mm-hmm. then moving into Yule. Yule. Um, yeah. So I think a really cool thing to talk about would be setting intentions at this time of year and mm-hmm. like as a way to celebrate this time of year for our listeners and for us. Like how would we celebrate this time of year? What are some things that like intuitively come up? I know we're going to talk about too like things that we are maybe consciously going to release or try to release. Let go. Yeah. Is there something that you do in the autumn that is like something you do every year? Like maybe you go to like pick apples or go to the pumpkin patch? No, I mean, we, I'd love to go. I really want to go to the pumpkin patch this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, every, every autumn, I feel like I'm either, I'm very into like spooky season. Mm-hmm. So I'm very into that and I'm getting spooky books, watching spooky old movies, new movies. Mm -hmm. Um, That seems to be something that I've just done every year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even when, like, even at the beginning of September, I was like, it's almost spooky season, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So uh, just getting ready for it. Yeah. It's exciting. Um, There's nothing, I don't think there's anything really that I do Maybe on like uh, consciously, unconsciously, yes. I feel like um, I, I feel like unconsciously. Maybe this is just human nature. I'm not sure. I'm not a psychologist, so if you're a psychologist, maybe let us know. Is this something that happens? Yeah. Uh, but 
um, I do feel like it is a time one of yes, like letting go. Um, but also just kind of like we just talked about is stocking up um, on, on things or foods, or I think every year we like to do like, um, um, make like a stew when it gets colder. There's certain things Mm -hmm. that we just like to, to do. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's, um, consciously there's like things that I don't really think I do, but I think unconsciously. Yes. Yeah. I feel like it's just a time of like letting go and, and releasing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was contemplating this yesterday. So yesterday, so I know that we said we're in the middle of October. We are when this episode comes out. That's where mm-hmm. you'll be listening. But um, we are actually um, at the end of September. So yesterday was the autumn equinox. And so um, something that like I, it's, it's, it's like during this time of year, I think I become more intentional. So the rest mm-hmm. of the year and even through like the winter, like I will be more intentional. And I, maybe that's why we don't jive as much with spring and summer. Like, I don't know. I'm talking for myself here. Yeah. Um, I might be on autopilot through certain times of the year and like not really like intentionally do things, but at this time of year I do. And I feel like that's the key to kind of like some magic is well, we know that we talk about how important intention is in, in the work that we do. Mm-hmm. Like it's everything. So I feel like when you bring intention to something, it, it makes something special. Like it makes something a ritual versus like just something that you do. Yeah. So I was thinking about this yesterday cause I'm like, it's the autumn equinox. What am I going to do? Because certain things like that, like the um, summer solstice, the winter solstice, not so much the spring equinox, but like definitely the fall equinox are special days for me. And I always try to mark it by like intentionally doing something. And normally it's like a walk Mm. and it's, it's like no different than I do any other day. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like something about like, I'm intentionally doing this today Mm -hmm. to bring forward this new season. Yes. And that in itself makes it feel magical to me, even though I might not be doing anything different than any other day. Yeah. So, yeah, I think ritual is like just like something that you just put intention in and therefore it makes it special. Yeah. Like you think about Christmas, like or gift giving, say like you might like gift giving, yes, special, but there's something about like because of the ritual that's associated with like gift giving at Christmas, it like – feels different than just like if somebody gave you a gift otherwise I got you yeah, know what I mean absolutely. like it's something on, to it on a birthday when you're blowing yes. out the candles on your cake right because it's a ritual it's a ritual intention your intention so you you're could, putting a wish out there you're you know right and you could do that today and maybe it wouldn't just it wouldn't be as ingrained in you as something really specific mm-hmm. and special but I think that's the beauty of like spirituality sometimes it's like and, and like I said, we said in the last episode, like spirituality is just about reconnecting to yourself. So I think you could make any day special. You could make anything a ritual if you just took a moment to yeah. think of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have like, you can kind of see there's a little bit of an altar behind me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, that for me is adding to that has become a bit special. of a, yeah, it's special. You know, I'm creating yeah. something I'm putting um, things that mean something to me. I've got family photos up there. I've got little spell bottles um, mm-hmm. and gifts. Um, there's a candle right. up there. Um, yeah. So I've just kind of been adding to that a little bit. Take it. Sometimes I like it, take it away or I'm like, you're going to go and sit on the dresser. You're going to come here, you know, mm-hmm. adding to it. 
um, create, uh, maybe mixing up the energies a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah. There's something about that. Intention is like this magical thing. I think we should contemplate more in our life. I'm even mm -hmm. thinking of like, say like if, if I bought myself a nice new sweater versus if someone gave me the exact same sweater, like it would become more me. Like I would, it would be like my favorite sweater if somebody yeah, else gave it to me versus like, it would, it. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think that's like what this time of year brings forward for me. It's just like, and maybe it's just because for so many decades of my life, I'm like, this is my favorite time of year. We're going to go pumpkin uh, carving. Yeah. We're going to go to the apple orchard. Like, and yeah. it's just like, there's so much ritual infused yeah. in it that it just becomes this larger than life. Like it's the most magical time of the year. Yeah. Yeah. We love yeah. it. Well, speaking of ritual, I guess there's the thing that Alex and I have been doing every year is we always, we do, we always make sure we carve a pumpkin. Yeah. Always. And yeah. we're always on the front porch um, handing out candy, mm -hmm. you know, we live in a very family, uh, oriented neighborhood. And so we're always, you know, handing out candy uh, to the kids with our, our neighbor downstairs. So it's fun. Yeah. yeah it's really, really fun. So mm -hmm. we do mm -hmm. little things like that, or there's, um, there's a really amazing street, uh, near us, like probably like a five or 10 minute walk. I can't remember, but every year there's this one street and the, the whole, all the houses go all out. And they call it Nightmare on um, the Street. Nightmare mm -hmm. on, you know, street game. Yeah. And uh, then there's also another house. And every Christmas, Halloween, I think those are the only two ones. Uh, but they decorate their house to the nines. So we always Love go. We, we usually sometimes go for a walk with our neighbors or just ourselves. And we go and, and see the house. That's all decked out. Mm -hmm. So it's like little things, it. right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Scott and I, I've always like been big, big on like, um, you know, doing things like that or like making something a tradition. That's something that somebody recently pointed out to me. They're like, you have these traditions that you always do. Like say for instance, like every August, it's just mm -hmm. become ingrained. My, my husband knows it. Um, he's going to take me to a, a sunflower field and it's a new one every year. Yeah, so it's like something wow. we do. We're like, where can we go this year? And it's just like something that's become special and we do it. And like, I didn't realize that like not everyone does things like that. Right. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's always been something that's really important mm -hmm. to me. Um, mm -hmm. Or like, yeah, before we had kids, we would carve a pumpkin together. Like you we didn't have to, we just wanted to. Yeah. Or like, since we've met, um, we've taken a picture, a family picture of yep. each other, of, uh, you know, both of us in front of the Christmas tree. Yep. So like our first ever <laughs> Christmas together, we're sitting in front of the tree with our two cats no one is in spirit now, and then, but the other one is twenty. She just celebrated her twentieth birthday in September. Happy birthday, Sunny! Right? Yes, uh, Elsa. And so we're like sitting there with Elsa and Buddy and the two of us, you know, like oh, Buddy. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. and we're Sunny. Sunny is is our our new our boy cat. Oh, your boy cat. Okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, Buddy. So Buddy passed, and then like a week later, Sunny came into our lives. Um, and we didn't plan for Sunny to come in our lives, but we say that Buddy sent him. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, but we're like I've, I've just always done that. So now I have like a f an um, a picture frame on the wall that literally has twenty Christmas photos, like every single <laughs> year, whether it's like cats or children, right? Like it's it. it's just and I love it. Yeah, that's important to me. Picture taking is very important to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes a... people will make fun of me for it. No, but I'm like... I think it's great. I have a friend. Uh, shout out, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> and him and his partner, they always um, take pictures uh, during the holidays. Yes. Um, I, 
and uh, it's always something hilarious and like mm-hmm. really funny with their pets and like mm-hmm. I've collected the <laughs> like accumulated so many like I always put them on the tree as like ornaments Mm-hmm. so it's just like really it's like a I nice thing it. yeah 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 that I feel like so if you do that and you send cards to people maybe you're still on their Christmas tree you never know or you never know uh you know yeah whatever they celebrate over the holidays maybe you're there um, celebrating with them yeah I do that too so like my kids are pretty much used to it now but every year mid to late October we walk uh we we t- we used to go to like you know a portrait studio and do this but then around I don't know it's been like probably at least seven, eight years where we've just gone outside and taken our own photos. Yeah. Um, last, that fly again, last year it was just on the trail by our house and we just had, you know, a tripod, put our phone on it, put the timer on, stood and took yeah. a picture and, and they're really nice, but like the kids are used to it. I'm like every single year, I have a photo of them, like every single fall from the time they were born. Yeah. Right. And, and they're kind of like, oh, mom. And I'm like, one day you're going to look at those and you're going to be so happy that you have yeah. them. And you can see everybody at every, yeah. like every year of their that. life, you're going to want them. Yeah. yeah nice. My, you know, that one day, you know, the photos might, will be the only kind of thing you have left of a person maybe. And I'm just really feeling that with my grandparents now that they're both in spirit and all of their photo albums. Like that's my grandfather was the picture taker and mm-hmm. he was the documenter. So before he got really sick with Alzheimer's, he took the time and intentionally put all those pictures like going back to like the mid 1850s of ancestors in photo albums and wrote who they are and the dates and like they were all detailed and like what what a beautiful gift I think of that sometimes like a legacy yeah yeah, because um now we can look back and we have because that was knowledge that went with him right but he uh yeah he made sure to write it all down so yeah, I I think this time of year and like moving into the the holiday season, like Christmas, is that kind of like ritual time. Yeah, that a lot of people do that. I think it's just making things special, but that's about slowing down, yeah, right? Yeah, slowing down <clears throat> and like doing things intentionally and special. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna do a card pull today for like this season. Yeah, but before that, we kind of talked about maybe coming up in the moment with couple, like two to three. Mm things that maybe we are areas of life that maybe we would like to release Mm -hmm. or change Mm -hmm. in some way Mm -hmm. so let's think of that out loud if you have something you can like go um no pressure (laughs) i know right um i mean expectations is always something that i feel like like my own expectations of myself So like just kind of being in the moment and allowing yourself to Mm -hmm. just be Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. Try not to worry so much about mm-hmm. like what hasn't even happened yet. <laughs> yeah, being confident in my decisions and mm-hmm. choices, um, and like speaking up more. I think for myself is mm-hmm. something that I'm just working on. I feel like I've been listing a bunch of like <laughs> maybe they. I guess they all kind of go together. Um, yeah, but that's that's something I think that I'm really trying to to work on I mean I have mm-hmm. been in therapy so shout out to my lovely therapist mm-hmm. um yep that helps for sure mm-hmm. for everybody um 
Okay, so it's like a kind of a combination for me of like things that I might be actively trying to release and things that I'd like to be more intentional about because I think this time of year is about balance. So it's about and it's all connected, yeah, right? Because like one might allow you to release something, one might allow you to become more intentional about it. Um, for me, like number one thing that comes in for me in the moment is like um, develop continuing to develop a deeper connection to my body. Mm. Um, that's a life long journey for me yeah um I feel that I'm I tend to be very ungrounded in general Mm. like I'm I'm grounded in my like I think I'm grounded in my convictions like I know what I believe in I know what's truth for me and I'm not afraid to like live by that Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. I am very much like always like we talked about with the books in the last was it the last episode yeah the last episode we recorded about like sometimes escaping Mm -hmm. so it's like a double-edged sword like my love of books gives me that safety and security and expands my knowledge and my my consciousness Mm -hmm. but also I have to be careful because sometimes it's an escape mechanism to keep Mm -hmm. me from living life right like in this physical so for me I think it's like taking action it's like yes there's like so many things that I have in my mind and there's so many things that I want to continue to learn but also giving myself permission to like take a moment to integrate the things that I've already learned Mm -hmm. right so it's like a common theme that's been coming up for me a lot it's like okay you you've read and learned all about breath work but how about you start practicing breath work you know like just what my guides are saying yeah Yeah. yeah, like how about you start doing something with some of the stuff you're learning like intentionally so that's what I mean by like deeper connection to body Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and just really really listening to my body um yeah yeah 100% and I feel like this will connect to number two, which is to intentionally um, intentionally focus on gratitude more. Like I, mm. I know that I'm grateful, but I feel like um, really working with like a consistent gratitude practice or ritual mm-hmm. is something that I'd like to do more this fall. Yeah. So maybe it might be like a gratitude journal where every day when I'm with my coffee, like we don't have to add, like sometimes I think people are like, oh, I can't add one more thing to my life. But it's like, I'm already sitting with my coffee, right? Rather than scrolling on my phone, what if I just pick up a pen and wrote something down for five minutes? Like it's not really adding something to my life. It's no. just like kind of using your time different. So yeah. I think think that's something that I'm going to I I will do that is what I'm saying um and the third thing that comes forward to me is like working and I like I said the last two connect to this like Mm. they're all connected just like yours were working on feeling like I always have to rush I hate rushing it's my one of my biggest triggers in life is it's like I feel rushed or some makes me me feel rushed yeah I don't like it it like sends sends me in like a a panicky kind of tailspin Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's like what are you really rushing for You know, I was reading, I don't know who said this. I was reading somebody's book and they were saying like, you know, you're at the grocery store and the person in front of you is like chatting to the cashier and they're like digging out like each dime, like one at a time to pay. And it's like, you're sitting back there and you're like, (laughs) like ragey. And it's like, who are you rushing for? Yeah. Like, yeah. What is so important that you can't just like Mm -hmm. be take a pause in the moment, like just take a pause for a moment. Yeah. Like what's like, I understand if you're like rushing to work or something like that, but like for the most part, it's just, we're, we're back there impatient and getting ourselves yeah. worked up. But yeah. like, why? But even then like rushing to work, like I find myself sometimes and I'm like, why am I rushing? One, I'm usually always early. Yeah. Always, always, always. 
right? Mm-hmm. So, so I kind of, people, a lot of my coworkers <laughs> often, and this is no shade. I think it's just, it's part, become part of the office environment or the culture. You're just yep. late. Yeah. So if I, if I, why am I like, going to worry myself for rushing? And even if I am late, I'm late. I'll let somebody know. It's not the end of the world. It's not it's like not it's a the end constant of the world. thing. Yeah. You know, so I've got to, and I, I always have to remind myself too of that, of like, I feel rushed, but then it's like, whatever, Aaron, you'll get there when you get there. Yep. Yeah. Which is like a really big metaphor I mean, for life. Yeah, like if it's not a hap- <laughs> if you're not like intentionally like rolling out of bed five minutes before you're supposed to be at work every day. Yeah. Like if it's you know. just like something that happens once in a while and yeah. it's for unforeseen for, circumstances yeah, and you yeah, can't, yeah. can't control the weather or the traffic, you just can't. You know? So like, yeah, I feel like so if many you overslept just- that one day, what's, you know, or you're just a bit slower that day it's okay yeah we're in such a we're always just in this like often we're always in a rush in a rush yeah it's just the yeah so I love the connection too because I said like this time of year is I feel like when I kind of get more intentional mm-hmm. and maybe slow like it's like a slowing down in the sense of like more gratitude less rush but that actually makes me feel more productive isn't that interesting mm-hmm. how that works Maybe yeah, there's some yeah, medicine yeah. for us there. I know. <laughs> Let's end today. Um, okay. Thank you for sharing, by the way, in the moment. Yeah, thank um, you. Your, your stuff. Um, listeners, we encourage you to think about things that you would like to be more intentional about this mm-hmm. Maven season. Um, maybe things you want to release and work on or just become more intentional. It might be about adding something more of something into your life but either way it's about finding the balance between two things like this is it's interesting too because this time of it's like very dual right it's like light and dark and it's it's there's a lot of duality but it's duality is balance when you're unbalanced you're leaning too far into one side yep it's so interesting um we're just shuffling in case you're wondering Mm -hmm. um I went to a guidebook I haven't used in forever. It's called, or a deck. It's called Prairie Majesty Oracle. Explore your, I know, explore your sovereign nature. So that's where I'm going. See what comes up. I think we'll see like one to two cards. We'll just see what happens. Oh, that's interesting. I think I'm going to do with two cards today. So I'm going to yeah, go for it. shuffle. I just intuitively feel like two wants to be spoken about today. So that's okay. Oh, well, isn't that interesting? This is very dual. This <laughs> is very dual. Okay. I got to go to the guidebook just because uh, if you're ready to speak on things, you can. Okay. This is a, a deck that I'm not okay. super familiar that's with. Okay. So I want I'm to. I'm still uh... not familiar with this one. But I okay. love. What are you using? What came through? So I, well, I, I think I used this deck last time, but I really, really love this deck. So thank you, Jessica. Uh, it is the Druid Plant Oracle deck. Yes, yes, cool. Okay, I love it. Um, and felt it was like appropriate for talking about harvest. Um, so I pulled Primrose. I also love. There's a little cauldron there. You can see some uh, beautiful white flowers uh, and a tree and a mountain. <laughs> in the distance just for yeah uh, on the river for our listeners so it says the primrose is a low growth uh, perennial herb which is native to western and southern europe and britain 
flowering in April. It is one of the earliest, what's interesting, spring flowers. Okay. It enjoys damp conditions and grows in woodlands, uh, hedgerows, and pastures. Individual plants can live up to 25 years, and in Britain, it is now illegal to pick the flowers in the wild. Is that true? Somebody. Please let us know. Let us know. Um, Okay. It says, because they are so small and beautiful and are among the first flowers to appear after winter. Okay. Primroses have always been Mm -hmm. associated with romantic love and new beginnings. Uh, Drawing this card may indicate that a new love is entering your life or that a fresh wave of tenderness will appear in an existing partnership. Our relationships, like our dreams, have seasons, and however long you have been together, it is still possible for a new cycle to begin. Alternatively, the card may be indicating um, not the dawn, maybe indicating not the dawn of a romantic love, but the rising of creativity within you. So it's interesting, though, because you've talked about feeling more creative, too, even in the fall, even though this is a spring card. Um, Mm -hmm. The primrose is the flower of the bard and each of us has a bard within us who longs to sing the song of their soul and tell the story of their heart out of the cauldron of Seridwen, Seridwen came three drops and the changes wrought in I'm so sorry you guys and Bach G-W-I-O-N Gwion Bach were profound and many a third possibility, somebody is yelling at me. A third possibility is that rather than love or creativity, this card is pointing to a birth of wisdom. So just a lot about new beginnings, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what we talked about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it says rebirth is one of the creative, uh, sorry, rebirth is one of the key words. Well, we talked about endings and beginnings, you know, yeah. duality, um, how this might not be traditionally thought of as rebirth. You know, we think about the spring. This is when things kind of die and go into mm-hmm. hibernation. hibernation. For me, at least, and it sounds like for you, this is a time when things are things have been created. We come alive and we create. Yeah. yeah. So I really like that card. I just, I love that too. I decided to just go with one of those cards. I decided to just go with the first one that I pulled as that one felt mm-hmm. like the one for us today. Um, it's a deer it says a deer mouse Ooh, and it says nest, nest on it i love that the card also has leaves on it that are yellow and orange um and nesting yeah and so so what the guidebook says is let's talk self-talk when challenging situations or feelings arise is your inner dialogue critical or reassuring Aww. how do you instinctively treat yourself uh, it's imp- impossible to avoid difficult situations in life we go through them and witness others doing the same think back to a time when you were supported and encouraged are you are when you were supportive and encouraged a friend or relative are you treating yourself with the same care Mm -hmm. um this brings through um a need for mindfulness all the Mm -hmm. things that we've talked about lately uh listen to this it says allow the dear mouse presence to represent your vulnerability, your inner child and your need for tenderness. Um, if you wouldn't say it to dear mouse, think twice before saying it to yourself. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. Sorry. Dear mouse <laughs> always asks us to use our power for the uplifting of everyone. There is no hierarchy or of importance in a truly free society. Love it. I love that. So yeah. How are you treating yourself? Maybe it's about, maybe you're, mm. it's interesting. Cause we were talking about, 
things we might be releasing or bringing more things mm-hmm. into. Maybe there's Creating. a focus there, a yeah. creation. Mm-hmm. But also with like maybe the thing that's keeping us from feeling that rebirth or creation is how we're speaking to ourselves, right? Our sense of worthiness. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm taking from these yeah. two messages together. Yeah. Um, I'd agree with that. And I feel like it goes so beautifully with our episode today because we've talked about the duality of the season and, and even like when we were trying to answer the questions through the lens of what are we trying to release? And we were like, uh, uh, uh. as soon as I said, what about being more intentional about then things to release and things to embrace came forward. So mm-hmm. I think that's like a message about, it doesn't have to be one or the other. No, it's well, like one can exist balance. without the other balance. Yeah, right. Duality. It's really about balance. Yeah. I think that was purposeful why mm-hmm. we might've struggled when we were like, what do we want to release? And we're like, uh, but they came forward as soon as we're like, yeah. okay, what do we want to focus on? Mm-hmm. Then, then it becomes the comes clear what needs to go. If you're focusing on what what you want to happen, creation, yep. then what is keeping you from that shows up. And so that's like the deer mouse is maybe what is keeping you from Yeah. I love that. From the creation. From the creating part. Thanks, Erin. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, our listeners. (sighs) We hope that you you also thought about what you want to create, release Mm -hmm. your intentions. Mm -hmm. Um, And let us know what your favorite, like, um, autumn, mm -hmm. Halloween, moving into Christmas uh, traditions are. We'd love to hear if you have, like, rituals or things you do every single year. We would love to know. Thank you for listening. See you you next time. Bye. Bye. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and tune in each week as we dish on all things spiritual. Don't forget to like, comment on what you would like to hear us talk about next and subscribe.